This week I'd like to talk about anger. Seems to be pretty popular in the, in the trucking industry, a lot of it going on out there. So uh, if you find yourself getting angry more often than you like, uh, don't feel alone. Like I said, there's a lot of it out there in the trucking industry. Many people struggle with this. So there's some things that we need to know about it, all right? Anger is an emotion. God created us with those. Uh, we can't get rid of it. But I want you to know that it's not a primary emotion. Uh, it's a secondary emotion. So it, it doesn't even take first place. But it's an emotion. It's a secondary emotion of fear. Fear is the primary emotion that anger comes from. So uh, we'll talk more about what that fear and anger looks like a little later. But uh, we can't get rid of it. All we have to do is learn how to manage it. So there's healthy anger and there's unhealthy anger. Unhealthy anger are examples like murder and rape and yelling and screaming and fits of rage. Those are the kind of things that are out of control, like road rage in the trucking industry. That's unhealthy anger. We can't have that. Uh, you got to learn how to take care of that. Healthy anger are issues like abortion, human trafficking, those type of things in our country, in our world today. We need to get upset about those. Now, there's right way and wrong way to respond, and we're going to talk about how we're going to respond today. But there is a difference between healthy and unhealthy anger, okay? God's Word says uh, in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 26, it says, Be angry, and yet do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath. So in the context of Ephesians, and especially chapter 4, uh, chapter 4 is talking about unity within the body of believers. And then more specific, at the end of chapter 4 here, it's about the Christian's walk, how we are to walk and act as believers. Truck drivers that know Jesus as their Savior, people that live and work around and in the trucking industry. These, there's ways that we need to act, and this is the context of this. So it says, be angry. It doesn't say, don't be angry. It says, be angry, and yet do not sin. Don't let the sun go down on your wrath. So that tells me that if we get angry in a day and it's unhealthy or uh, we need to address it and ask for forgiveness, don't let the sun go down until we've fixed that. If you've got somebody that you need to apologize to, if you've done something wrong, uh, don't go to bed that night until you've taken care of that. Uh, so that's step number one. Then that anger won't continue to build and turn into bitterness and some other stuff. Uh, verse 27 goes on to say, and do not give the devil an opportunity. It's like a cracked door. You just crack that door and give Satan an opportunity to get a toe or a foot in your life, and he'll, he'll kick that door wide open. So anger is an opportunity for the devil to get into your life and start to uh, root in bitterness and anger and all of that kind of stuff. In fact, it goes down uh, further to say, uh, said in verse 31, it says, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and slander be put away from you. Verse 32 says, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ has forgiven you. So that's the righteous way to handle those type of things. But Satan, we can't give him a foothold because uh, he'll kick that door wide open and then we'll we'll travel around the country just being very angry. So uh, that's a little bit about what Ephesians chapter 4 says about it. So what does that mean to me? Well, we have to learn the warning signs of our anger. Some people call them triggers, if you will. If you lose your temper, look back and find out where it came from, 
when it started, what started it, what caused you to, to cross that line into the anger and uh, start to learn what those are. Now, there, there can be more than one, I'm sorry to tell you, but if you learn what triggers your anger, road rage, if congestion or traffic or people cutting you off or, or bills not paid or no communication, whatever it might be in your life that makes you angry, if you know the warning signs and you know those triggers that start you uh, off to anger, th- that's a big step forward because now you can recognize those. Once you memorize those and recognize those, you can see and anticipate anger coming. So you go, oh, 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 last time this happened, this didn't end well. So um, you can stop it right there, go do something different, get off the road, take a little break. Uh, We'll talk more about uh, what to do uh, a little bit later. But uh, first we have to uh, recognize the warning signs. Uh, We have to identify and then learn to control them better. Like I said, once you know they're coming, uh, you got a better chance of beating it, all right? And quite often, um, I've heard over the years, I've heard drivers getting angry with the company they work for uh, and then quitting. And then, so I asked them, I said, well, you know, what happened? Well, you know, I didn't like my dispatch or they forced me to go do something else or I, they basically wanted me to do something they didn't want to do and I'm not going to do that and I got angry and I quit because I'm not going to put up with that. Quite often, that is not the issue. Those details was just kind of the final straw that broke the camel's back. But quite often, there's something deeper going on in your life, uh, either at home or with finances or something in your life uh, that has caused you to be uneasy and anxious and not these little episodes that end in rage and quitting our jobs. And and that, that just that doesn't end well. So if we learn our anger and and start to dig a little deeper, uh, then we can realize uh, that the spare of the moment things, we'll learn how to control them. So, and we can understand them a little bit better. So we can, we can spend our time looking and creating and working on spending our effort to, to fix and correct those things. So that's when we start working on the second half of chapter four there, when, you know, let all bitterness and wrath and anger, let that depart from you. Be kind and compassionate. So those things will start practicing. Those things will start to be a habit in our life where we're not so angry all the time. And at a blink of an eye, we can lose our temper and, and go off the edge. So Ephesians chapter four is a great passage. If you want to look into what uh, initially your anger, how it starts, Spend some time in Ephesians 4 this week. Talk to somebody about some of these. Uh, Give us a call. Our website has got a page on there where you can send us an email. Send us a text or send us an email and let us know how you're doing. Uh, Maybe we can help you with that. Have a good day.